0: holy crap. I watched the churning water rush over the driveway and back into the swollen creek bed. I'd never seen anything like it before, and from the look of incredulity on Dad's face, neither had he. Sam and Justin, on the other hand, were enjoying the bizarre scene, wading knee-deep into the current with their street clothes on, splashing each other like maniac dolphins. Actually, Now that the storm had passed and the sun was peeking its way out from behind the fluffy clouds, it was beginning to feel like a sauna, and I was seriously thinking about joining my brothers. We shouldn't try to cross this with the truck yet. It's still pretty high, Dad said, almost to himself, his fingers playing with his mouth. He continued to survey the obstacle placed directly in the middle of the long, winding driveway, leading to our new house. New was definitely not the right word for the house. I guess recently acquired historic relic would be more appropriate for the three-story brick monstrosity on the other side of the raging creek that until a few days ago, when we closed on the deal, was no more than a lazy trickle. My dad, who'd decided he wanted to raise his kids in the country— Uprooting us from our comfortable suburban house in Cincinnati to move to middle-of-nowhere Ohio was getting a good dose of country reality. I wondered if he was regretting it. Seeing the distressed look on his face right then? I think he was. I sighed, wishing Mom were here with us. Then it would all be okay. But she was six feet under, buried in the cold, dark ground of Mount Hope Cemetery. If she were still alive, Dad would never have taken the stupid job as head of the ER in this forgotten place, and we wouldn't be standing here, trying to figure out a way to cross what looked like a small river to get to our house. My life had been so blissfully ordinary before Mom had died. It was all gone now, just like the churning water rampaging over the driveway, disappearing into the abyss of overgrown grass and weeds on the other side. And there was nothing at all I could do about any of it, except watch it disappear, and maybe cry, which I'd been doing a lot of lately. Fortunately, I was getting used to that feeling of helplessness. I had no control over my life, and it seemed as if no one else did either. It was just an illusion, thinking that we could master our pathetic little worlds. The forces of nature, whether they were mom's cancer, or the flood rushing by my feet, were beyond my command, and they could steal all the happiness away in a heartbeat. Up until now, I'd put on a pretty good poker face about everything, from this insane move to the boondocks, to mom's five-month-long battle with the illness that changed and distorted her body before my very eyes. When the end came, there wasn't much left of her, except the brittle and weak shell of her former vibrant self. It was strange how in that moment of tragedy, it had seemed so unreal, like an old-fashioned movie reel playing on a screen for my eyes only— The pain and broken heart were blocked off for a little while, leaving me numb with disbelief. Shock is what dad called it. But after a while, the cruel reality started to seep into my tissues, and my body became a sponge, just sucking it all up until finally, there was so much grief inside, I couldn't help feeling it. That's how it happened for me, First, the numbness right after she died. Next, the agonizing pain. And then the place I was at now, the land of perpetual depression. And to top it all off, I had to pee very badly. How wonderful. Staring at the rushing water wasn't helping the situation either. Crossing my legs over, I ground my teeth together in discomfort